Hi, this is Violet Lang. Welcome to my podcast, The Pleasure Path, all about love, dating, relationships, and femininity. I help successful, spiritual women find their pleasure and their power to create healthy partnership. So how long do you date someone you're just not that into? A date? A month? When do you know they aren't for you? Or is it just resistance to love? Join me in this special episode to find out. Hello, ladies. I'm so excited to talk with you tonight about how many dates does it take until you can tell that he's the one. So a lot of women will prematurely reject someone that could actually be a great partner. And a lot of women will actually stay way too long with someone that's not a great partner. And there's a lot of reasons why this happens. But first, I just want to check in and see, you know, First, let me know if you're watching the replay or if you're watching this live, you can put something below, tell me where you're from or what your juicy nugget is that you're getting from this um, from this talk. But the thing that I want to talk about is, you know, what happens when we, we get in this cycle of not feeling attracted to anyone? How many of you have ever been like, I'm just not attracted to anyone? Like, I haven't met someone attractive in so long or... I think I still have lipstick on my finger from, <laughs> from, doing my, from doing my lipstick. I have a hot pink finger. Um, or how many of you have, have been like, wow, in hindsight, you know, why did I stay so long with this person? And we have this story in our mind from Disney or Hollywood or whatever that we should just know on the first date. And we also have this story or this myth that like love is all it takes. Well, neither of those are true. A lot of women that I work with, they didn't know on the first date that he was the one. They took that pressure off of him and off of themselves. And I'm going to tell you in a few minutes how many dates it took them to feel that he was, you know, the one. Um, But the other thing is that they also realize that they're not going to stay too long in a relationship that doesn't serve them because it's a myth that all it takes is love. It takes more than love. It takes good communication skills. It takes staying connected to our heart. It takes dating someone who wants to grow and wants to create a relationship instead of someone who just wants to blame or manipulate or control like there's so much more that it takes in addition to love and I love love (laughs) that's why I do what I do Um, but it takes a lot more than just love to make a healthy fulfilling lasting partnership so what's that sweet spot you know that sweet spot between not finding anyone attractive hi Angela and on the other hand finding people attractive that aren't right for you and when do you know Um, I don't believe in the thing of the one I think there's many people we can have a great connection with, but we get to choose who brings out our best self, who do we feel the most comfortable with, who inspires us to grow, who treats us the best, you know, all of these things. So it's not about finding the one because then we're looking for a needle in a haystack and that can feel daunting, but it is about paying attention to who are we drawn to. And sometimes if we're thinking, well, I should just know right away, it should be love at first sight, you know, on the first date, I should be able to tell that he's the one. It's a really hard, um, like, test to pass, you know, even if someone's amazing, oftentimes we're going to be evaluating them on things that are from our past. So we're going to be comparing them to a past boyfriend or to, you know, sometimes we end up dating someone kind of like our father or our mother. And what I find is that most of the women that I work with, they say that it takes anywhere from three to five dates to really feel like, wow, this could be something amazing. It's rarely on the first date. 
rarely on the first date are they like, oh, he's my husband or he's the one or this is going to last. And so if you've ever felt a little bit of anxiety about dating or didn't have clarity, like, is he the one and how long should I let this go on for? You're not alone. Now, I don't advocate that you go on a bunch of dates with someone that you have zero, zero, zero affinity for or inspiration by, but just be careful that physical attraction isn't the only thing that's like running the show because that's just one piece. There's physical chemistry, emotional chemistry, interest-based chemistry, you know, the things that you like to do in your life. There's values-based chemistry. There's emotional, I think I already mentioned emotional, and there's intellectual chemistry. There's spiritual chemistry. And I want you to feel some of those things, but to expect that someone is going to tick all of those boxes in the very first meeting is just a bit naive. And I get super annoyed by like Disney and other places that make us think that we should just feel this rush of chemicals and that everything will be a fairy tale. Oftentimes when we feel a rush of chemicals, it's because they remind us of something from the past and our body gets activated because we're trying to recreate or we see the potential to recreate that situation from the past and fix it in a way that we couldn't when we were young or in a previous relationship. So it is this fine line between feeling attracted to someone but not so head over heels that you've lost your sense of judgment or your sense of connection to yourself and your preferences and being discerning. But it's also not, of course, you know, staying staying too long with someone that's not right for you or, or dating, going on a bunch of dates that just don't feel right. So the number of dates that it takes for most of my clients who are in great relationships or have gotten married, like I said, is three to five dates. And you might be thinking, oh my God, do I have to go on three dates with every person that I meet that I don't feel chemistry with? No, but just ask yourself, am I judging someone? Am I rejecting them prematurely because they don't seem to have this elusive spark that I'm looking for? Please don't look for the spark right away. Allow the spark to build naturally because you feel drawn to them. So three things were different for my clients that are in healthy relationships versus um, women that I talk to who I haven't worked with, women who aren't in my program or they're just, you know, speaking with me or someone from my team for the first time. And I'm going to read these for my for my sheet because I want to make sure that I get them right. And sometimes I just get excited when I'm doing these Facebook lives. Um, so I had a woman who's one of my clients who got married on August, August, April. I'm so out of it today. On April 5th, um, on April 5th, she got married and she did the program less than two years ago. She joined in late May or June of, of two years ago. She met her guy a few months later. They got married in April. It was super exciting. Um, but she read, she sent me a message afterwards saying, thank you so much. I'm so excited. I couldn't have done this without you. And I was really surprised because from the beginning, I didn't know that he was like my person. You know, I didn't know he was the one I, I it took some warming up and I hear that all the time. There's another one of my clients who is also engaged. She's going to get married in April and sorry, August, I'm getting them confused. And she said the same thing. It took her about five dates to really feel like, oh my gosh, I really, I really like this person. Now she, both of those clients didn't feel disgusted or averse they were more just like, hmm, interesting. I feel drawn to them, but I'm not sure. So look for when you feel drawn to someone, but don't necessarily look for that crazy rush of chemicals. And what they what tipped the scales in the favor of these men that they were just lukewarm on in the beginning was these three things. And that's what I want to share with you is that the clients of mine that are now married, they felt that their husband treated them better than anyone else had. So there was consistency. There was some emotional safety. There was more direct communication. There was more connection. There was a sense of ease in 
their nervous system versus that sense of infatuation. So it was easy for them to be themselves around this person and they were treated really well. Now, sometimes we get scared by that. We're like, oh, he's treating me so well. Ugh. It's almost like we're drawn to the people that treat us poorly because that's a reflection maybe of our inner beliefs about ourselves, or we just have never had someone treat us really well. That's the number one thing that would make it good for you to keep getting to know someone beyond the first date if you have some sort of draw to them physically, intellectually, spiritually, emotionally, all of that. With that said, have them treat you well. Make sure that that's there. And then the second thing is they felt, this is what I was talking about, they felt drawn to their now husband, but not necessarily physically. So none of my clients said on their first date, oh, I couldn't wait to kiss him. I couldn't wait to have sex with him. Or I couldn't wait to be intimate. Or, you know, he's so hot. Like very rarely have my clients in successful relationships said those things after a first date. They've said more things like, you know, I like him or he's really interesting or he treats me really well or we have a lot in common or I really like his values or I really like how he thinks or I was really pleasantly surprised. It's not about feeling all hot and heavy in the first date. Again, that can often be the sign of a reenactment. So look more for that draw, look more for that sense of interest or intrigue or, you know, just feeling this pull to want to get to know the person better. On your first date, you should not be looking for, is he the one? You should be looking for, do I want to get to know this person better? Do I want to spend more time with them? Would it be worth it to me to see them again? And if the answer is no, don't see them again. But if the answer is, yeah, I still feel drawn to them. I'm still curious. Then go for it. You know, sometimes we have this apathy towards people that feel the right, that are right for us because they feel different, but different can be good if you haven't had a lot of healthy relationships in the past. And then the third thing uh, that really tipped the scale in the favor for these men uh, that at first they weren't really like feeling that he was the one is that the chemistry did take over. It's not like there was no chemistry and they just settled for no chemistry, but the chemistry just took longer to build because it was integrated. There's a chemistry that's just physical and that can fizzle out. And then there's a chemistry that's integrated where we actually feel loved and cherished and adored as the whole person that we are. And that can take a little longer to build because we have to have not just our body online and our pheromones and all those things, but our heart and our mind as well. And most of us either date from our body and we're attracted to people physically, but then it fizzles out or we date from our heart and we're attracted to like wounded birds who need a mother or need care and we end up fixing people or staying too long or we date from our head and there's just no juice there. You know, he ends up not wanting to commit to us or there's just not enough passion, not enough spark, even though they're perfect on paper. I've been in all of those situations. So I totally feel you if that resonates with you. So they didn't stay stuck in our, in their head. You know, my clients who are now married, they were dating in a way that was integrated head, heart, and body. And so it was okay for them to take three to five dates to get to know this person, to really feel the spark as it builds in all of these different areas, not just physically. So this means, you know, not comparing the person to an ex, not comparing the person to like some ideal man, you know, that looks a certain way, but really just being present with this person and seeing what evolves. You know, I, I think if there's going to be a long-term relationship, if it's going to be five, 10, 50 years that you're going to spend with this person, what's two to three to five dates to see if the chemistry and the connection builds. I would rather have that happen versus have some standard that's impossible to meet about the perfect man giving you these rush of chemicals. That's kind of a high, a high bar to set. So imagine what it would be like if you could date and you could feel 
really connected to yourself, head, heart, and body, and also feel at peace. Like, okay, I'm going to be with someone. I know I'm, I'm going to be in a great relationship. That's not even a question. What if you had that faith in yourself and that faith in relationship? And then what if you had the peace of mind and the presence to really get to know someone and take the three to five dates that it takes without the pressure of them having to be the one? Like when I talk about that, my whole body is like, oh, yeah, that feels so much better because otherwise, especially if the person that you meet is thinking that same way about you, like, is she the one you can tell how that just feels crunchy. Like it feels crunchy in my nervous system to think that some dude is evaluating me on a first date, whether I'm good enough for him, whether I'm the one to become his wife. And I wouldn't want to have that same experience for me towards the guy. So allow yourself that time and that space and, and that wisdom but sometimes we get our wires crossed because we don't know how to date effectively. We've never really learned how to date. So if you want to learn how to date effectively and have a connection with yourself and a connection with a group of powerful women who can help you be discerning and help you stay true to yourself and not settle. This is not about settling. This is just understanding patterns of attraction and patterns of attraction are something that's built over time, not something that you're going to know right out the gate. And in the meantime, why don't you just let yourself be treated like a queen? you know, if it ends up not being the right person for you, you get this experience of being treated really well and staying connected to yourself and speaking your truth. So if those are things that you struggle with, you want to date more effectively and you want to get married and find your person without the pressure of it having to be the one on the first date, then I would love to talk. Thanks for tuning in and turning on for healthy love because better relationships mean more power, more creativity and a better planet. I'm here to end the suffering of abuse and loneliness, and it starts with you. Please subscribe to my show and leave a review. If you want more love, pleasure, and power in your life, go to violetlang.com forward slash talk. That's violetlang.com forward slash talk to sign up for a free Breakthrough to Love call. These are special deep dives only for women who are committed and ready for lasting love. If that's you, book your time now with me or my team.